so beyond blessed and excited to be here, y'all. Let me tell you, just worshiping with you guys in a corporate attitude of worship before we hit the streets, doing what the church has always done, has a special place in my heart because Jesus has a special place in my heart. Amen. All right, so we're going to get into the word. We're going to pray. We're going to hit the streets. But before we get to that, we got a special treat. Y'all thought I was a treat, didn't you? Last name is Salt, unless Salty is a treat, but nah. All right, I want us to give it up because we're going to have a special treat from a little performer from our home church, all right? Give it up from Darrow from Chicago! Oh, yo, yeah, bro, Darryl. yo, 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 yo! All right, y'all, get on your feet. Everybody get on your feet. My name is Darrow. Darrow from Chicago. If y'all want to come to the stage, you can. If not, it's all love. Just get to your feet. I'm going to do a song for you guys. It's called Go. It's called Go. Jesus told us to go. Amen. He told us to preach the gospel to all creations. Right? To all creation. And hit the streets. Turn it up for me. Turn it up for me. Get it started. Let's just get it started. And I walk up in your body. Then the, the spirit, spirit come with God inside. Better move. Better move. Said you better move. Said you better move. Said you Cotton son of God, walking around with a squad, all of them ready for war, wearing the war, 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 war. It's not a battle with flesh, man. Now roll, rumble, lower test, man. Don't hit the on your fence, man. So we can't go hard. But help, we look to the hills, the sky, they keep it 100, but not disguised. He said they take his life, he did die, 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 die. die. I tell you what else is the same. He did not stay in the grave. We know that on the third day, he did rise, 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 rise. What's this meaning with death, truth, and pain, blood, tears, sweat, too? Let the power of Jesus impress you. Get filled with the spirit and let loose. This look at Jesus' demonstration. Hit the streets and change the nation. Let's change the world. Let's put in your heart. Let's put labor. Let's yeah. start to get it started. Hey. Let's just get it started. If I walk up in your party, yeah, then the spirit come regardless. Better move. Said you better move. When I get to going, I'ma act a fool. Said I won't go. Hey, he already said go. Hey, he already said go. Hey, he already said go. He said go, 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 go. Hey, he already said go. Hey, he already said go. Hey, he already said go. He said go, 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 go. Hey, tell him what you waiting for. Hey, tell him what you waiting for. So tell him what you waiting for. He said go, 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 go. Hey, Jesus said go. He said go, go, go. Hey, Jesus said go. He said go. Call to the Christian. You in the streets, are you fishing? Casting that, pulling it back, but fishing the boat, it's our mission. This is a call for action. From the front line to the back end. I'm getting devil satisfaction. Read it, be Bible verse like, like it's a caption. I'm eating, I'm maxing. Not just in the scripture, but fasting. Pedal to the metal traction. We about to get it cracking. Last is first, the first is last. We gotta outlast them. But in this race, I can't slow down. I got on passes. Let it go to your phone, to the printer, to the soul, every city hit the streets, gotta maintain. Sooner through this period is the end game. Going to scripture, ain't everything in your brain. Put your fool to the world, and I'm insane. Father, the Holy Ghost, gang, gang, gang. Get it started. Hey, let's just get it started. If I walk up come in on. your party, then the spirit come regardless. I better move. I said you better move. When I get the going, I'm going to act a fool. Said it, I'm going to go. Hey, he already said go. Hey, he already said go. Hey, he already said go. He said go, 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 go. Go, 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 go
just just get it started If I walk up in your party, then the spirit come regardless I better move, said you better move When I get the going, I'ma act a fool Said it, I don't go He already said go He already said go He already said go He said Hey, he already said go Hey, he already said go Hey, he already said go He said Daryl from Chicago, God bless y'all. Amen, amen. The devil's scared now if he wasn't scared already, right? Devil better be scared, amen. So we don't have much time, we're going to dive right into the word, all right? Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 2. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 2. No, I did not know Adam Field was going to talk on Ezekiel yesterday, but here we are. So God has something to say. Cool. Again, I want to reiterate how blessed I am to have come to know Jesus in 2011 because of the fruit and the work that this church has done of spreading seed all over Chicago. I got saved in Wicker Park. Somebody was preaching in Wicker Park, and that flyer was on the ground. And if, I had, if we had not come across that flyer, I don't know if I would be here. Does evangelism work? Yes. Here we are 2,000 years later. Evangelism has been working, and we are, ev- we are evidence of that. Just we're, we're, we're with the early church. The early church was preaching in the streets, and here we still are preaching in the streets. Let's be encouraged. And I hope that the message today will encourage us to continue on. The little message I have is called, Speak the Word of God, Whether They Listen or Not. All right, so let's go to Ezekiel chapter 2. Let's start in verse 3. Now, 2 is not a big chapter, so I'm just going to read the whole chapter. It's it's really small. Verse 3, he said, Son of man, I'm sending you to the Israelites, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their ancestors have been in revolt against me to this very day. The people to whom I am sending you are obstinate and stubborn. Say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says, and whether they listen or fail to listen, for they are rebellious people, they will know that a prophet has been among them. And you, son of man, do not be afraid of them or their words. Do not be afraid. Though briars and thorns are all around you, and you live among the scorpions, do not be afraid of what they say or be terrified by them. Though they are a rebellious people, you must speak my words to them, whether they listen or Fail to listen, for they are rebellious. But you, son of man, listen to what I say to you. The Lord speaking. Do not rebel like that rebellious people. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Then I looked and saw a hand stretched out to me, and it was a scroll, which he unrolled before me. And on both sides of it were written the words of lament, of mourning, and woe. So let's go back to verse 3. That's a little, that's uh, chapter 2 of Ezekiel. Let's start in verse 3. First thing I want to point out is this. Where is God sending Ezekiel to? The Israelites. And they're in captivity already. And he's supposed to speak, speak a message of wrath. But later on in Ezekiel, he's, he's supposed to speak a message of redemption. That God has a plan for all the wicked that's going on. God has a plan to turn it around. But where are we going to go? I want us to receive the call of Ezekiel today. Knowing that, yeah, Lollapalooza is not a, a party of Christians. They're rebellious people. 
They use the, our, our money says in God we trust and we use our money to indulge in the sinful things of the flesh. And you won't even realize or recognize that Jesus is in our land because of the filthy wickedness that's going around. So we are sent to, unfortunately, a rebellious people, people who mock God, who think that it's not worth it to, to acknowledge God, or it's not worth it to lay your life down for Jesus because they're too busy focusing on themselves. So our nation is sick, is it not? America is sick. And Lollapalooza is the, is the evidence and is the epitome of how sick America is. People would rather go to Lala and spend thousands of dollars than to go to church and it's free. They'd rather go to Lala and spend thousands of dollars on this, this quick feeling of, of I feel good than to go to church, know Jesus, and have everything on their life be broken off. This is the reality that we live. That's why I'm telling you, I'm so grateful. Those who are being raised in the church, you do not know how blessed you are if you're young. You are so, so blessed because, man, if I got saved when I was younger, I would have spared myself. And I know a lot of adults here could tell you the same thing. You are beyond blessed to be in a house of God. Beyond blessed. Not everybody has the opportunity to come to know Jesus because sometimes people, all the time people die. But sometimes people die way too soon before they know Jesus. If you're in this place, it's such a blessing. America is sick. Think about abortion. People think it's, oh, well, it's okay to, to, to abort the fetus, thinking it's a clump of cells. We have lost our minds in America. It started with gay marriage, but now we have LGBTQ+, whatever else they added onto it. I, look, it's so much. It starts off with that, but it continues. Why? Because we, as a nation, don't acknowledge God. And now people don't even acknowledge marriage at all. They wanted gay marriage. Now they're like, there's no reason for marriage. So it's like, what's going on? How about leading children astray? It's like the norm right now. Let's lead children astray. Like, what, what is wrong with y'all? America is sick. And if Jesus is not their doctor, there's no one else out there that can heal them. There's no one else. America is sick. So is Jesus calling us to America? Yes, he is. Jesus, Jesus has a message to send America today. People at Lala today. And we're carrying, it in, we're carrying that with us when we go home, when we go to work. We're carrying that message. It's the word of God. We speak that word. This generation doesn't even go to church anymore. I'm so, look, I'm grateful I came, I came to this church and got saved because I, don't, I wasn't going to church. Most of the generation don't even go to church anymore. Mega churches don't even follow the Great Commission anymore. Most churches don't evangelize. And as a result of all this, we have more fatherless homes, more abortions, more mass shootings, more violence, more suicide, more confusion, more cancel culture, more hate, more riots, more corrupt politicians, more exposure of sex to kids, more looting, and the list goes on. Y'all see it? You can turn on the news and see it. America is sick. And let me tell you, we can't afford, the church can't afford to not share the gospel. As if it's like, a, 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 like an option, like, oh, we're going to be a church that does this, or we're going to be a church that does plays. No, every church should be doing what the church has always done. Share the word, preach the word, whether they listen or not, because we're obedient to Jesus. Our success in our witness is being obedient to being a witness. We're 100% successful if we just say, Jesus, I'll go. I'll speak your word. Freely I have received, freely I give. Because this is the best gift to humanity. And I always say this when I preach on the streets. If more people were Christian, there would be less shootings. There would be less fatherless homes. Because a Christian, a true disciple, doesn't divorce their spouse. A true Christian is not hooked on drugs. A true Christian is honest. 
And if our nation was full of that, then we'll get back to representing what even our dollar says and God we trust. So this nation is obstinate and stubborn. I want to touch a little bit on this before I move on. You know, when we preach on the streets, people would, are so quick to say no to Christianity but say yes to everything else. They're so quick for it. And I have a couple of things here. People would rather believe karma exists than believe that God rewards those who earnestly seek him. You guys, you, and those who have preached on the streets know this to be true. People are so quick to believe in the silly things that people just make up in their minds and to believe that God is real. People would rather believe uh, their dead relatives are still with them than believe that God will never leave them or forsake them. People are more happy with a fortune cookie than a Proverbs, y'all. People are like, I can't wait to read it. Like, man, what, what about the Bible? People are more happy with a fortune cookie than the Proverbs. People would rather believe the stars align for them and the universe is on their side than to believe that God desires to bless them and fight their battles for them. See, people are lost. People are lost because we have stopped acknowledging the Lord Jesus Christ in our homes. America is sick. Most of our grandparents, great-grandparents went to church. And all that, that list I gave you earlier, most of that wasn't on the list in America. So where does this leave us? In Romans 1.28, we can go there real quick. We could all follow along. Romans 1.28, I'll read to verse 32. Listen to what this says, because it makes so much sense. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind, so that they do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil, and we see a lot of that happening. They just keep inventing ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Although they knew God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these things, but also approve of those who practice them. God will give people over in their depraved mind, their wicked mind. God is not going to make people just worship him. God is not going to say, oh, no, you're going to stop that now. God, God's wrath is falling on America. See, the wrath of God is this. Right now, we could experience the wrath of God, not us as Christians. I'm talking about the world. The world can experience the wrath of God just in this. They begin to think that abortion is okay. That's the wrath of God. They start to think, oh, yeah, it's fine. They start to think that it's okay to, to show children and expose them to sex at a young age. They think it's fine. That's the wrath of God. Confusion. They're completely lost. They have believed a lie that the enemy sold them. So now I want to get to verse 5 and 7 of Ezekiel 2. Speak the word whether they listen or fail to listen because we're here to please Jesus to 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 do what Jesus says look what it says in verse 5 and whether they listen or fail to listen listen for they are rebellious people they will know that a prophet has been among them what's a prophet a prophet is someone that speaks the words of God to the people and it sounds a lot like turn away repent before God's wrath comes upon you or before you stay in God's wrath our message is simple People, turn away from the things that's keeping you in bondage. Believe in Jesus. Don't believe lies. Believe the truth. We're all prophets to these people. And if, moving on from there, do not, sorry, where am I? Oh, you must, heavens, where am I at? 
Thank you. Okay, and you, son of man, thank you so much. Do not be afraid of them or their words. Do not be afraid. Though briars and thorns are all around you and you live among scorpions. Look, I know what it can feel like. When, especially when we're out there and those who preach on the street are like, it can feel like we're surrounded by wolves, scorpions, things that, will, that are no good for us. Because if you find yourself in a place where there's nothing but scorpions and thorns, you don't want to move. You're a, little, you're a little stuck. But we're not stuck in Christ. Though it may feel that way, we're not. It may feel that way, but we're not to be afraid. See, the Lord will stiffen our back. He, the Lord will put a word in our soul for somebody and all we got to do is say, God, you speak through me today. What do you have to say to Robert here? What do you have to say to these people that are walking past me? God, you speak through me because it's your message. It's your word. I will speak your word whether they listen or not. And what did Jesus say? He who has ears, let them hear. Jesus at one point had over 5,000 people that he fed. They were following him. And after he got crucified and after the resurrection, there was only 120 that were waiting for the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit. Jesus knows all about people turning away from him and not following him anymore. See, when they reject our message, they're not rejecting us, y'all. They're rejecting Jesus. And Jesus already knows that many are already on the path to destruction and many find that. And Jesus already knows that there's a narrow path that few find it. Jesus already knows. Jesus provided every single way for us to be bold out there. He gave us the Holy Spirit. He gave us authority. He gave us his word. Now we go and do it till he comes back. It's called the Great Commission. We are to go make disciples of all nations, baptize them, and teach them everything that Jesus has commanded. That's our job as Christians. What a beautiful command and commission it is. We must speak God's word whether they listen or not. My last point I'm going to get to is verse 8. Of Ezekiel 2, starting in verse 8. But you, son of man, listen to what I say to you. This is what the Lord is speaking to Ezekiel. Listen to what I say to you. Do not rebel like the rebellious people. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. The Lord wants to use us, yes. But we want to be part of what God is doing. Let me explain. If we think we can go out there without being filled with the word of God, without understanding what God's purpose is and his word is, then we might be shooting blanks, y'all. We have to, look, we should be filled with the, with the word of God. We should be in our word, reading the Bible. Because we're not out here just to put on a show or just like make ourselves like, oh, I'm better than y'all. That's not our goal. Before we preach and open our mouth to preach, we got to open our mouth to receive what God has for us. Because we should be filled going out there. We should be filled. We shouldn't be phony balonies preaching a word because we know what it says. We have to be living this. We have to have the word of God hidden in our hearts, y'all. We have to be filled. We have to have our daily bread. We got to be filled with the Holy Spirit and the word of God. So when we go out there, they receive what God has for them. Not what Rudy has for them. What God has for them. Why? Because Rudy put God's word in his heart. And Rudy desires that those who are lost, the, the very ones that Jesus came for. Jesus said it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. And if Jesus came for the sick, I'm here for the sick. And I want to give you what God has given me. But if, I, if God hasn't given me, what can I give you? So this is a call to repent if you are not filled with the word of God. 
if you don't hide his word in your heart. Let's turn real quick to Psalm 27. And Daryl, can you come to the keys, please, as we get ready to close? Psalm 27, verse 1. I want us to read this Psalm of David and get a heart of love for the Lord. And get a heart of the fullness that God wants to give us. Get a heart for Jesus. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Let's all stand to our feet with, with, stand to your feet with me, please. The Lord is my light and my salvation. And if we're going to be light bulbs out there, we got to got to have the Lord in us. He's our light. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Because when the Lord is your light and your salvation, you're secure. It's like you're no longer among the thorns and, and thistles and the scorpions. You're in the salvation of God. You can rest. The Lord is our rest. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. This is, this is, the, this is the life of a person that has the Lord inside of them. Even though people are coming at me, we won. We got the victory. Doesn't matter how we end tonight, we have the victory. Because we know how the Bible ends. Y'all read your Bible? We know how it ends. Jesus comes back. He's a victor, and we're a victor with him. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. And one thing I ask from the Lord, this only I do seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. All the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him. Seek Him in His temple. For in the days of trouble, He will be, He will keep me safe in His dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of a sacred tent. And set me high upon a rock. Let's all close our eyes. Lord, when we are close to you, no army, no enemy, no weapon, nothing that comes against us will prosper. Even if we get persecuted today, we are victorious. Because you are the stronghold of our life. You are the foundation in which we built our life upon. You are our strong tower. You are our refuge. You are our salvation. Though an army comes against us, though people come against us, though we have enemies, you are the stronghold of our life. Come on, if you're in this place and you don't have that stronghold, if you don't have that foundation, do not let time pass you by and you're twiddling your thumbs and you're wasting your time. Because you'll go out there without the armor of God and you'll figure out why people are on fire and you're not. This I only do seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord 
all the days of my life. God, we don't want to go out to preach without first dwelling with you. We don't want to first, we don't want to open our mouths, empty words. We want to open our mouths with what you've given us, God. We want to dwell before we go and preach, God. We want to dwell. We want to be filled before we go and preach, God. We want the fullness. We want your love for people. We want your love in our lives. We want the fullness. God, give us more, more. God, more. Pour out more, God. We want more. You are our dwelling place. Jesus. There's no one like you who can save a sinner like me. There's no one like you who can save sinners like them. Jesus, break our heart for what breaks yours, God. Open our mouths for what we don't know how to say yet. Jesus. Altar workers, would you come on up here? We're going to make a time of prayer after the word that the man of God spoke. If you need prayer for anything in your life right now, to get the junk out, to get sin out, or to get filled with the Holy Ghost, or maybe to have courage, we want you to pray with us. But the rest of us, rest of us lift up your hands and just let a Holy Ghost groan come out. We're going to sing a melody with the worship team, but you can also sing it in your own words. Come on, let's receive prayer, those who need it. This is a time to get filled up. This is a time to receive your call. For the rest of us, let's worship. If you're not baptized in the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues, come on up.